Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Finding Anna Week. Want to wish you a happy Friday. And before we get started, just want to share something a little bit embarrassing. Uh, earlier this week, I think it might have been Tuesday, I you know announced I'm using a new mic and I wanted to see how it was uh, sounding and one you know asked you to let me know how it sounded. And then I remember listening to the first few episodes of it uh, the previous days and thinking, wow, this mic doesn't sound as clean and clear as I thought it was or previous testing of it. And then what I realized was the reason why it didn't sound as good was I hadn't changed the input to the mic, which I'm using now, um, but I was actually just using my laptop mic. And because it wasn't positioned and I wasn't really intending to use the laptop mic, the sound was actually um, not as good. Um, and it certainly wasn't the sound that was coming from the microphone. So anyways, uh, one thing I love about doing a lot of episodes and doing this often is I get to make mistakes and fix them before I do something else. And I do have um, a new uh, podcast that I'm thinking about doing. It may also be in video. I'm going to use the mic for that. And that would just be so horrible if I recorded a whole bunch of those episodes not realizing, realizing I was using the wrong microphone. So now I've prevented that and I've made my mistake uh, just on a few Executive Presence Morsels episodes. So hope that audio was okay for you. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't um, what I had intended with the microphone. So getting back to uh, Finding Anna Week. This is the uh, Friday, the last day of this series. Uh, Finding Anna is a show about Anna Delvey, who's uh, sort of a fake German heiress who, you know, ran around uh, in New York social circles and fooled a lot of people as well as almost fooling banks and a lot of sophisticated financiers and lawyers to handing over a lot of money for what was her dream was to create something called the Anna Delvey Foundation, which would combine art and charity and society and bring that all together where people could appreciate all these things. And she did have a background in art, and it seemed like she had a passion for it. So that part uh, was maybe the least sort of fake part of what was going on. And today's episode is about volition. Uh, and what I like to do is when I see something really amazing happening, and what she did was kind of amazing. I mean, not amazing in a good way, but amazing in what she was able to accomplish. Uh, and I like to understand, you know, good, bad, or otherwise, like, how is that even possible? What were the principles underlying the effectiveness and what happened? Now, in the end, it all kind of fell apart, and she didn't quite make it, and she went to jail, and then I believe she was uh, deported out of the country. However, if you watch the show or if you read this story, I mean, she was able to do a ridiculous amount based on not really having uh, any money or, you know, true uh, credentials. And there were a lot of times where she was questioned and, you know, things could have fallen apart, but somehow she kept it going. And, it, you know, I just remember thinking like, wow, you know, so many people, including myself, would have folded like at a much earlier moment. And there's there's a key there and I don't want to project anything on her because I don't know her and you know when I'm watching it's just a you know fictionalized account of what happened 
Um, but there's a there's a piece that really resonated with me, and it's that concept of volition versus motivation. And I talk about this in some of my other uh, classes uh, and programs, where motivation is really great if you have it, but it doesn't really help you accomplish great things. And the reason why is motivation is easily distracted, deterred, destroyed, right? Put on pause, and then something else gets in the way, and then the thing that you needed to do, you needed to keep on going and come back to it. And once that motivation wanes, it's like it's all over, right? And we have so many instances of this New Year's resolutions, dieting, exercise, stopping this, starting this. It happens to us every year all the time. Now, the difference with what happened in Finding Anna, and I've also heard about this uh, in other scenarios like becoming a chess champion, is volition. And the difference between motivation and volition is volition is you are moving it to be because you are that thing. You have chosen that identity. And the difference there is instead of your actions being supported or buoyed by the motivation, in fact, your actions have to happen because of your identity, right? So the identity comes first, and then all the actions that you choose or don't choose are because you've chosen that identity. So it's a much more kind of powerful uh, dynamic and frame where, you know, use a simple um, example, you know, like I'm going to get in shape versus, you know, I'm going to become a world-class, you know, marathoner, right? Well, you know, getting in shape means you got to get up and, you know, maybe go on a run every day. And there's going to be times where you're tired and you don't want to do it or you stayed out too late or you got a long day and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do it. And then one day becomes two days, becomes a week. And then you're like, oh, remember that that was so funny when I thought I was going to, you know, exercise regularly, not going to happen versus when you have decided in your heart of heart, heart of hearts that you are going to become a world-class marathoner, well, guess what? You have to behave now. You are forced to behave because you've made that choice, your volition, like a world-class marathoner. That means you don't get to skip just because you don't feel like it. You need to get dedicated trainers. You need a team around. You need to change diet. You need to change your sleep patterns. You need to do everything that other world-class marathoners do. And that is the power of volition. And that's what you kind of see, you know, in a fun sort of way uh, in the show. But I think if you know someone, if you know someone who's done something really amazing, think about it and think, did they do it just because they wanted to do it? Or did they do it because that's what they knew they were meant to be? They decided, they chose that this is what I have to do because this is who I am. And it's a big difference. And if you can figure out what that is for yourself, there's a huge amount of power in that. So what I'd love for you to do today is step back and really think, why are you doing the things you're doing, right? Is there some greater reason? And you'll know because there are certain things that in your life, whether you say it consciously or not, that are non-negotiable. You're always doing it versus the things that fall away that are only nice to have. And try to zero in on what it is that, you know, you're really meant to do, your volition, what you've chosen. Because when you can align to that, when you can see that more clearly, 
you become unstoppable and you can do so much more because it's not about motivation anymore. It's about who you are. It's about what you have to do. It's your choice. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. I often get asked, why did you create the Thrive Guide for High Potential Underrepresented Professionals? It all started out with one unanswered question. How do you thrive in environments where your advancement is still considered an anomaly? I know far too many talented, ambitious, and devoted professionals whose efforts to climb the corporate ladder were met with resistance, broken promises, and sometimes outright sabotage. As I looked for guidance to meet this challenge, there wasn't much out there other than the generic, you have to be better and work harder than everyone else. While I see some wisdom in this, it ignores the damage that this double standard wreaks on your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. It also doesn't provide any specific strategies on how to handle the daily challenges, such as microaggressions, that create extra drag on your performance. I began to explore this for myself when a few pages of notes turned into 33 lessons, 2.5 hours, and a lot of video editing. The final result was the Thrive Guide with its seven strategies to thrive. Each strategy is designed to address challenges that are rooted in societal, institutional, and personal expectations for groups that have not been, and largely still are not, prevalent in leadership positions. If you refuse to have artificial limits placed on your advancement, but continue to be met with resistance, then this Thrive Guide is for you. Available now on Udemy.com. Let's get thriving. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Executive Presence Morsels, episode 236. This is Spam Week. So we're actually pretty close to my meeting my first year commitment of creating a daily uh, podcast episode on Executive Presence every weekday for a year. And I think we started on July 5th of last year. Um, so once a year is up, I'm going to reevaluate and decide if I want to continue doing this the same way I've been doing it, change it, drop it, start something else. I do have something else in the mix uh, that I want to do, um, and I haven't fully decided what to do with executive presence morsels. So I would love to get your input. Um, a lot of times... Uh 
Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.